What's going on, guys? Welcome back to the Who's to Say podcast with me, Shelby Sims, and... <coughs> Sorry, guys. Um, so, my name is Shelby Sims. I am a junior communications major. And if I was any kitchen utensil, I would be a spoon. But, like, a very small spoon that you use in, like, tea, tea cups. Okay, I like that. Uh, my name is Noah Beck. I'm a political science communications public relations double major. Mouthful. A, a mouthful. Um, and a fun fact about me is that I... No, no, I, no. It's your, what kitchen utensil would you be? No, I, I want to do fun facts. I want to do, do fun facts? Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> how about I was in the band in high school and was the drum major. Like, I did the conducting stuff. I don't think that's very fun. It's fun. It's if they okay. That's not. He's fun. so defensive. Um. Okay. I can't touch my toes. Um. <laughs> at all. Never been able to. Never will ever touch my toes. Okay. Now I want to do a fun fact. Okay. Come back to me. Okay. <laughs> I thought you were a spoon. What? <laughs> <laughs> that's my kitchen utensil. Wait, I didn't the know. The little we were... spoon, right? Yeah. Shut up. Anyways, um, a fun fact about me is that I've had hiccups for six years now. They started when I was a sophomore in high school, and I've hiccuped. Once a day, every day, for six years now. Wait. And it's a very intimidating noise. It's yeah. goes for it. You yeah. might hear it. You probably heard it in the last episode, and it is scary. It could probably, you know how people, like, rate burps? It could probably fit on the burp scale. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I like that. Okay. <laughs> Officially on the burp scale. Anyways, back to Alyssa. Um, okay, so I'm Alyssa Fryman. I am a communications major um, with concentration in filmmaking. I'm a freshman. Um, fun fact about me, if we're talking about high school, um, <laughs> uh, I did art for three years. Oh, oh she's yeah. artsy. Yeah. What kind of art did you do? Um, I did a lot of, like, sketching and painting. Will you paint me like your French girl, please? Stop <laughs> coming on to her. I, 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 would, I would never. <laughs> I'm in a faithful, fully committed relationship. Okay, sorry. <laughs> Oh. With Matt, Matt, what do you got to say? <laughs> Thanks, babe. Um, I'm Matt Parks. <laughs> I can't. <laughs> I'm a freshman communications major with a concentration in... Concentration? Concentration. <laughs> what are you concentrating in? I'm concentrating very hard in okay. filmmaking. My fun fact... This is going to burn a lot of bridges at okay, this table, right. even. <gasps> I hate it when people send me pictures of their dogs. Okay, all, did y'all think that was going where I thought that was going? I thought you were going to say you were a furry. No, no the opposite. I thought you were going to say dongs. I'll, I'll be honest. I'll be honest. I'm not, I'm not, I don't stand yeah, that like, either. But yeah. dogs, like, people would just Which send... Which one's worse? Dongs or dogs? Dogs. No. Uh, oh, God. <laughs> all right. I just... Okay. Yeah. I'm just going to... A little bit. The thing is, oh. I'm here to have a conversation with you. You know, I'm talking to someone. I'm not here to see your dog. And, like, dogs are so cute up and close. Like, Can I just you say love puppy to just because hold... every time you say dog, I feel like you're saying dong. I hold... <laughs> I love, like, carrying yeah. puppies. <laughs> <laughs> and I love just having fun with dogs. But, like, pictures of them just kind of make me sad. Because you can't okay. pet them? Yeah, and I just don't give... I don't care. Oh, oh what about uh, cats? So, now that we have established that Matt doesn't have a soul... Um, <laughs> we've been now. Next. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay, so... This episode, we're going to talk a little bit about our social lives and social life at Barry. We're going to expose ourselves. Yeah, I'm going to expose <laughs> myself. Um, so I kind of wanted to talk about what you learn about friendships in your social life in your freshman year. So I want to start with Alyssa. Oh, okay. What do you think you've learned about relationships since you've been here for how many months now? Three, maybe? Uh, oh my god, baby. Like two and a half, maybe. 
We're Should in week I eight academically. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe. Yeah. Okay. Um, basically, like, if you, like, put yourself out there and, like, look for, you know, social relationships, then, you know, you'll get them. You know, if you, like, talk to people in your class, that kind of thing, or mm-hmm. make the efforts, like, maybe keep your door open in your hall, then people will stop by and talk to you. So, it, yeah. you get what you give into it. What dorm do you live in? I live in Ford. In yeah. East Mary. And the open door method really works there. It, it really does. Yeah. 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 Cool. Um, for me, I've made so many, like, friendships that just kind of, we don't see each other anymore, and now it's just awkward. Yeah? Yeah, like... That actually goes into what I was going to say. (laughs) The friends... Okay, I don't mean to be really morbid, but the friends that you make your first semester freshman year just will not be your friends the whole, whole time. Um... Because I am not friends with anybody. Okay, we met your freshman year. You're so rude. Okay. You're the rudest person I've ever met. I was. I was really mean to Noah back when we first met. What? <laughs> but uh, was I, I mean, really but we that were, mean? Yeah, but then we weren't really friends. We were, we were co-workers, yeah. and not all work scenes are like... Yeah. Yeah. We worked in an aggressive place our freshman year. Yeah, and we did really good work together, but... Yeah. Like it, I liked really, you well enough. There wasn't enough time for, for yeah. like friendships. We had a lot to get done. Yeah. But, like, that's my hot take, is, like... You will have some friendships. Like, if you, Alyssa, if you formed really nice friendships, like, you probably will stay friends with them. But I know that in, like, my personal experience and, like, the experience I've had with others, the friendships that you make. Sorry, my brain is buffering. (laughs) (laughs) It literally is. Still wondering. Okay. I forgot what I was going to say. Anyways, no. What if you want? Shelby's saying your friends die before the end of the semester. That's not true. Our freshman year, five people died on campus. Yeah, which was a really heavy thing to bring. Uh, It was a really heavy time um, during the school year. Okay, but that's not. (laughs) Sorry, that's not relevant. But that, well, it it plays into a lot. Um, I mean, some. No, your friends aren't going to die. We promise. No, but that, that is something to socially prepare for, like. I don't know. That's a. That's oh a, my no, god! No, 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 I'm just saying that the college had great resources available to help with like the the horrible <laughs> things that happened our first yeah. year. Anyways, moving on. My <laughs> hot take would be um, that it's as the most local person here. I'm from Cedar Town, um, just 20 minutes south of Rome. It is possible to maintain your friendships back at home if both people want to. Yeah. Um, I have kept great relationships with uh, the people from my hometown. I see them often because it's easy for me to go there, especially if you're kind of local, quasi-local, um, or if, you know, lifelong best friends and both people make the effort, you can still maintain those friendships, those relationships, those um, family relationships. Like, you can still be engaged with people from your hometown. But don't I get engaged. I, I'm Thanks, And not to create a dichotomy here and push back against Shelby, but it's okay to disagree and i genuinely do disagree like you can get engaged with people from your hometown if that's what you want uh, I, I meant just like i don't know what i never mind <laughs> yeah i want to flesh that no, no um no there's no fleshing out of no no but like especially for me i plan to return to my hometown after i finish up college so that's something that was important to me and i made it a priority just like Alyssa, like you want to keep your door open because you wanted you wanted to put yourself out there you know mm-hmm. you made that a priority Right. I feel like the friends that I'm still in contact with from home aren't the same people that if you had asked me while I was in high school who I'd keep up with, they aren't the same. Oh, I mm-hmm. completely agree. The, the mm-hmm. people I spent every night with in high school, you know, after I'd get off work, we'd all go hang around, hang out right up and down Main Street and stuff like that. I haven't spoken to any of them in a, in a really long time, which is yeah. which is a little heartbreaking, but also it's those woodwork friendships that you never thought would be like, 
heavy and last that really have, mm-hmm. which is another another cool concept. Um, <laughs> I think a really odd, a really like important idea to to discuss with yourself, so have some self reflection, but also talk about as a group is like what's what is a friendship? Because you know we all got shitty friends and we've all got great friends, and what's the difference? And how do we know? Like, what does that look like? Um, so Shelby, what does a bad friend look like to you? <laughs> Dang. <laughs> I just want her to be the bad guy. <laughs> um, a bad friend to me is someone that friendships are not meant to be one-sided. Um, so if they are meant or aren't aren't meant, but you said they are meant. <laughs> um, okay, are not meant to be one-sided. So if you find yourself in a lot of one-sided relationships, those are not your true friends. Also, true friends will not judge you. Um, no matter what. No matter what you say or do, obviously, if you're doing like really dumb things, they shouldn't judge you, but they shouldn't let you get away with doing dumb shit anyways. So, like, a good friend is somebody who keeps you accountable, but also is there for you. Yeah. Yeah. And Alyssa, what do you think a good friend is? I mean, I think Shelby pretty much covered yeah. it, you know, like <laughs> just right. making sure that, um, you know, they're always there for you and like they can listen to, you know, whatever you want to say and that yeah. kind of thing and just help you through difficult times yeah on, on top of like what you were saying i do think the most fragile relationships you have also tend to be the most agreeable like the friends who are my best friends are the ones who we definitely have pushed back to some extent yeah, yeah, like yeah. it's not in any way toxic but it's like the people who will call me out on my bullshit oh yeah 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 mm-hmm. so especially coming from like the gov department like not everybody you meet and become friends with is going to be like-minded yeah and i think that's a really important thing to realize super early on is that like a friend doesn't have to be someone that agrees with you on everything or just gasses you up and like yeah yeah go for it man like that's a great idea um or or woman all the time you know sometimes there's there's disagreements like me and shelby like can disagree all that we do disagree all the time um about a lot of different things and that's we should talk each other all day long but at the end of the day i know that no becca's somebody i can call yeah yeah if i need him and to me that that's important that even like when we have those points of contention that we still know that like yeah we're cool and we always will be cool yeah. Aw, Tinder. I know, wow, not to be sappy or anything. Um, but yeah, so like that, coming in as a freshman, that's just something really important to get your head around is like, what do you think is a good friend? What do you think is um, a bad friend? Because you kind of like have, like Alyssa said, you have to go out of your way um, to find people. Like sometimes they fall in your lap, um, but it's super situational. And so making sure that you're being intentional about like what kind of people you allow into your life um, because there are consequences to being careless um, with the kind of people um, that you let into your life. Uh, toxic people are everywhere, yeah. everywhere. And some person, one person may be toxic for Matt, that's not toxic for you, Alyssa. And that person um, may be indifferent to me. Like it's just a, it's almost like it's all about percep- perception. It's like where you're standing is that person's habits going to influence your own to a point of like. Like negative, like mental strain and stuff like that. What yeah. you just said sounded like absolute gibberish to me because I was astral projecting. Can you put it in normal people terms? <laughs> no, no, yeah, yeah. No. <laughs> Sorry, I'm just astral projecting I'm just, right I'm now. I'm just saying, um, be careful who you let into your life. Yes, Even yes, friends, yes. Like, if I could go back to freshman me, I would punch her in the face because she was such yes, a dumbass. Yes, like, and that that that's the big the big picture is like don't yeah. be, <laughs> don't shoot yourself in the foot. You know, just be be self aware, be woke. Can I can I talk about? You do as you please. I okay. don't have to, I'm not responsible for any of your actions in any kind of way. I think it would be immature to name drop. I don't think you're going to do that. Though. I'm not going to name drop. So my freshman year, 
I got really involved with somebody who is really terrible for my mental health and but like isn't for mine but yeah but and, isn't for and we were both like heavily engaged with this person like always around them yeah um and it just had a different effect but keep on showing um I literally just lost my train of thought again. But you were just going to talk about how he was really oh, bad for um, mental health. He was really bad for my mental health. And it wasn't until that this person was out of my life that I realized exactly the toll that he'd had on me. Which is called hindsight bias. And you'll learn mm-hmm. about that if you ever take a philosophy course or if you know about <laughs> rhetoric. Um, but yeah, so it's just like, it's hard to know what a toxic person is. In the moment, yeah. In the moment. But something that I should have listened to was like, my instincts told me that it was wrong and like that I was doing something terrible for me. And I think it's always important to get a second opinion because your friends will know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. When you fill someone in on the story yeah, of what's going on, yeah, your friends, your are, friends are the ones who are like, oh wait, that's called gaslighting. I, They're, <gasps> pull, you know, like. I damn near pleaded with Shelby to watch yourself, protect yourself, guard yourself. And I did and it. And not get sappy. <laughs> and, and I had to watch Shelby kind of get tore down by something that she shouldn't have. Yeah. And like I said, like some people are toxic for some people mm-hmm. and just aren't for others. And that's how like being different works, being unique works. Um, but it was really, that's something really hard to say, which is another good point is if you see something say that is something. not okay, say something. Um, and that happens in friendships. It's not just a relationship thing because there are precursors to awful things all the time and you won't be taken seriously all the time. But that doesn't matter because having the courage to say something's important, not to get super heavy, super sappy, mm-hmm. but ha- like speaking up um, yeah. is really valuable. Um, and if you're a person, sorry, I'm getting full sap right now, but if you are a person <laughs> that is afraid to speak up or thinks that nobody will stand with you, Shelby Sims is psychotic and will be there. I swear, <laughs> I swear in a heartbeat, giving you the world's best advice, even if she can't give herself it sometimes. Do not drag me. I'm just saying that you're, was a, you're a caretaker. Oh, okay. Yeah. I'll take that. Yeah, <laughs> I'll take that. Preface I guess. the main things you say always. Anyways, um, <laughs> like in your first year, like couple of months of college, do you feel like that you've had the opportunity or had opportunities? Not the right word. Or you've been put in the situation where you have to recognize something's not good and put some distance between yourself with people. Are you gonna defer to me? Um. Yeah, I'd say so. I've, yeah. like I said, very early on, I made a lot of friends. And, you know, it takes a while for you to get actually get to know people. And whether it was just because we didn't fully click or what, it's, um, yeah. there was a lot of people that I just never fully, you know, became lifelong friends or like, you know, semester long friends even just, yeah. and, you know, took a step back and disconnected, I guess. It's very easy your fresh semester, freshman year to get so overwhelmed by the amount of people that you're around to just like try and be friends with every single yeah. person that you meet. And that is just so a lot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I was always taught to like hang out with who you want to be. So like, yeah. you know. Like those cheesy pictures that were like the sharpened color pencils and like um, you are the company you keep, you know. Like, oh, yes. Be, like and you were like the broken pencil and you're trying to be like them. It's like you are... Um, someone famous said show me your friends and I can tell you your person or something like that mm-hmm. and I think it's uh something like that is definitely that is not ringing any bells to me Jesus probably probably <laughs> I quote him I quote him a lot um but I a different perspective is if you are like still in contact with your hometown friends since I guess I'm the champion of hometown friends now um <laughs> 
getting critical distance, like getting far enough away from someone or far enough removed from people to be able to look at a situation like holistically and say, ah, I can now see this from a bird's eye view outside looking in is a college is a perfect tool for that. You get out of your hometown, even Mm -hmm. if it is 20 minutes away and you get to look at the old relationships you've had and see what worked for you and what didn't work for you, but also get to see what kind of people you jive with and what kind of people you didn't jive with. Um, I was friends with a lot of people in high school that were like, it was really important to me that we were friends. Our families were friends and stuff like that, but it wasn't healthy for me to be around them in constants. They weren't like really fan, like fans of me more so like the situation, like, Oh, well, no, it does this and I do this. So let's be friends and stuff like that. And getting removed from my hometown, mm-hmm. um, it, even 20 minutes gives you that, that ability to say, okay, maybe they're not the best for me. I don't have to continue this relationship. College is like that just a micro scene like it's zoomed in like so you can set you can but you can still remove yourself um straight up somebody who was not good for me in high school that i'd like continue to stay friends with i should have told them that i did not want them in my life anymore and that was perfectly fine it's been perfectly fine yeah. since then yeah so it's like, not the end of the world bro yeah like you're allowed to like make friends and then decide wait hold on let me backtrack <laughs> because that was about to be something really problematic if you feel like someone is not adding to your life, it's okay to not associate. Yeah. Yeah. And to, to go on another tangent that's not on on the um, idea board for today, emotional codependency. Um, yeah. So getting too attached to an idea or a concept to the point to where you can't feel like you feel like you can't survive outside of it, I think is the biggest danger of our generation. Um, and so incoming freshmen, um, hell, seniors, um, high senior high schoolers, senior college kids, like you exist if you were thrown on an island you still are you shelby would still be shelby if she was put out in the middle of nowhere with no one around her like you have to be able to exist outside of your relationships with others even if you are a social being or a social creature because like there's not always that guarantee that that friend's going to be there or that friend's going to be a good friend and so or that boyfriend's going to be a good boyfriend or that girlfriend's going to be a good girlfriend so like recognizing and I'm sure we'll get into this later on in the series when we talk about mental health and stuff like that. Yeah. But recognizing that you can exist outside of someone else's presence mm-hmm. is so important to being successful mentally, like having the right mindset to be successful, but also realizing what you can accomplish on your own. Um, because you would be you would be surprised what you are capable of if you would just put yourself in the right situation to be there. That's really deep. And that is my tea. I want to talk about drinking. <laughs> Don't we all? <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Sorry, I just like... I think we've had a lot of sacky stuff. I, I want to talk about... A party. Let's throw a party right now. No, let's Shots. not. Um, not on my dry campus. <laughs> so, Barry... Okay, Barry told my parents when we went to orientation and everything that Barry is a damp campus. Which they actually... Not, they they outright said that to your parents? Which yeah. is completely fake. I would love to see someone tell that to Debbie Haida. Um, Oops. Because she, she would not... Um, Chief of Staff Haida or whatever her title is these days, would not agree with that. That is, or Lindsay Norman or anyone in the Barry administration. That I don't is know who not it true. was. That's a myth. But they said that in, that it's a damp campus? That it's a damp campus. It is not. It is a dry campus. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Wait, yeah. Is, da- is that an actual, like, term? Okay. Yeah, like, so, damp yeah. campus? No, actually... no, 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 it's not. Barry is, is a dry campus, but people still drink. And Yeah, and I thought it was yeah. just a so, joke. So, no, but, like, I don't think it's an official, like, you can't be, it is oh, a dot okay. It has to be one or the other, but damp campuses is a widely accepted term. Like, people, yeah. like, that is commonplace. Like, people, ex- like, can describe many colleges as damp. Um, damp. Yeah. yeah. One of my professors called it the wettest 
dry campus. It literally so, is. Wait, I mean, really? Yes. Yeah. Barry? Yes, at Barry. I just thought this was all colleges. I think I think that's a very good point. Like we're, we're in the very bubble. <laughs> I so just kind of assumed this is how, yeah. but I didn't. I wasn't didn't realize but, this was like one of the more. But, but the fact is, I hope my mom doesn't listen to this podcast <laughs> because she would whip me out of here faster than the but, fast. Sorry, point. Matt's mom. Um, but yeah, it, they're surprise shocker, everyone. If you didn't know, there is alcohol on Barry College's campus. And here's yeah. where to get it. <laughs> no, <laughs> these are the gas stations that'll sell to you. No, no, we're not. No, I'm kidding. I don't know if one in Rome. We're talking about a drive. <laughs> um, so here's some hot tea. If you want alcohol on campus, you can find it. There are people who will give it to you. Yeah. It's not me. Or me. But, I'm 18. But, it, but it's out there. <laughs> so yeah, it's not me. It's out there. Um, so I just kind of wanted to talk about, like, the social life at Barry. Um, so... If you are a freshman and you come in expecting nothing, nothing to happen. What do you mean nothing? Like, as in, like... Like, there'd be no party scene here. There'd oh. be no yeah. drinking. Because that was honestly my Ditto. misconception is I, I live close to Barry. Barry is, like, this moralistic high ground. It's a beautiful place. And no way is anyone partying or drinking there. And uh, there's a lot of it. <laughs> um, I'll go ahead and drop a stereotype. There's a lot of, um, like... As sports are social um, mm-hmm. things, there's a lot of partying around, like our sports teams. Um, not all of which is, um, and like there's alcohol present. Sometimes they just hang out, but um, they have parties. Uh, to the lacrosse bros living across the street from me, <laughs> I hear you. <laughs> They're very loud. Yeah, yeah, and like we we come from the theater world here at Barry, and there is an alcohol presence there, as is there is in every. Um, you, there was when we were freshmen. There's not anymore. Yeah, yeah, that that's really? a good point. Thing, yeah. and things do change like that. Um, well, when we were freshmen, there's a lot of alcohol. A lot of it. But um, that's actually kind of changed since that last graduating yeah. class left. Interesting. Well, yeah. I, I left the theater department pretty promptly, and I, and I think um, Shelby has thus parted ways. I since have parted ways completely. Too. It's fine. But have you? <laughs> let me ask a weird question. Oh no, Matt's mom. I hope you're not listening. Have y'all attended a party here at the Berry College? Yes. Just like the KCAB ones. Aww. Not like, you Which, know. yes, campus organized, but is there alcohol there? Yes. yes. Wait, what? No, no, like, they're not serving alcohol, but everyone shows up either plastered or with drinks and a water bottle. Like, uh, Martha Blue? That happens a lot, and that's just a, that's just a, I worked for KCAB for a year. That's just a reality. When you're planning, that's a reality. We talk about um, having ambulances ready. Yeah. Or, um. What happens if someone's so drunk at the Halloween party that they can't, like, keep up with themselves <laughs> or something like that? Um, or they don't have friends taking care of them. We, we'd go through that as event yeah. planners here. here yeah. At so it, it's, one, to dispel the myth, there is no al- there is there alcohol. Is. There is alcohol here. Um, and you need to be careful. Um, careful to not get in trouble. Because... Am I the only one with an alcohol sanction at the table? Yes. Um, just to stroll my business out there. Love it. I uh, moved in, um, gates move in a little early um, than the rest of the college campus uh, when I first became a gate. Um, and I had alcohol in my dorm room, and they did the room condition checks, insure as anything. I was <laughs> written up um, by one Trish Wiggins, was my, per- my lady that um, administered all the re-education and all that um i'm just gonna go ahead and slap that term on it um 
but she handled she handled all that and I mean it wasn't an embarrassing process I mean like everyone drinks it wasn't like it was punitive um, but not not in the sense to where it like really hurt me there was just like recourse that had to happen like I had to take yeah. a course mm-hmm. um, it takes forever so if you're going to do it be safe be careful and I hate to say it but be sneaky because that yeah. took hours out of my life that I will never get back and as someone who's never gotten caught but who has often shut up plastered at events please watch how much you drink because you will cry the entire event and it will not be fun for and anybody no one wants to take care of you not a single soul wants to take care of you yeah um, you think you're, fr- oh, my friends will, okay, they might, but that doesn't mean that they want to, or shocker, they might not. Yeah. Like, talking about toxic friends, they will leave you high and dry, hung out, and you will have to lay in a corner at the Halloween dance and just die alone, like, out from alcohol. <laughs> that's have, how it is. I have good friends, so they've never abandoned me like that, but I hate that that's happened <laughs> well, to you. Well, some of us drink alone. Leave me alone. <laughs> <laughs> I was just using the illusion of friends, like, okay, Aww. go on. But yes, we're just talking about Dr. Pepper and Sprite and stuff, right? Yeah, 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 yeah for okay. sure, for sure. <laughs> just making sure. I would never openly admit on a recording that I ever would drink on this dry campus because that is just not true. I would neither. Me neither. Mm-mm. You think they stopped listening yet? <laughs> no. Um, um, but, but we didn't for, say our last names, right? I did. I did. <laughs> Oops. Oh well, here we are. Um, but yeah, with with drinking, you need to set boundaries. You need to set healthy boundaries. Um, with your partying, seeing your social life, like at what point are you going to let partying infringe upon your schoolwork? You know, is that just a weekend thing? Are you willing to go out on the weeknights? Are you only going to go out if your homework's done? Or can you get to that later? Me? Oh. Go ahead. I have something to say about regarding being sneaky. They can't get you in trouble (laughs) if you're already (laughs) drunk. They can only get you in trouble if they see you drinking. We learn something new every day. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Because, like, it's not illegal for you to be drunk on campus. It's illegal for you to drink on and campus. And now that I think about it, I've never been breathalyzed on campus. So it's mm-hmm. not like they were trying to see if I was drunk or not. Yeah. You just... If you're under 21, yep. you can still get in trouble for drinking. If you're under 21, you can still get in trouble. Yeah. But if you're of yeah. age and you are drunk on campus, that's fine. Here is an also a fun factoid. Um, they will also get you if you post a picture on social media. Yes. Oh, yeah. Um, which is a sneaky, <laughs> sneaky thing to do. But I know plenty of people. What to post it or for people to for them to for them to get onto you for that because like even if it isn't on Barry College campus, I had a friend that went down to New Orleans, met his parents there. He was on a on a football trip, met his parents there, went out and got a beer with his parents. But he was twenty years old, so Barry oh. College um, like pursued it, and he had to take the same course I did. Um, <laughs> again, hours of your life that you will never get back. Um, and so, but but yeah, you can get get guy on social media. Um, yeah. So, so again, set boundaries. Be careful with yourself. Be careful um, with who you let around you when you're doing those kind of things because not everybody in this world is um, a good person and not everyone handles those situations um, correctly. I'm just going to go ahead and address the elephant in the room. Uh, Barry College doesn't have the best reputation for handling um, sexual misconduct here on campus. A lot of that happens in the presence of alcohol and um, I but don't... If- I pray that that never happens to anyone, and I especially don't pray it happens when they're a part of an institution that will not be their advocate, but would rather put the burden of proof on the victim. Also, um, even if something terrible does happen to you, you should pursue it anyways, even if you were drunk, because being drunk does not... You do not have the ability to consent at all. You cannot say, yes, I'm okay with this, when you're drunk. If you agree to it beforehand... That is still shady to me, but you cannot consent when you're yeah. drunk 
legally. That means if something happens to you while you are drunk, you have a right to pursue it. Mm-hmm. And that's a hot, heavy take, but it is what it is. That's a really heavy. Sorry, I. <laughs> no, what? Few more. I'm like hollering in the studio right now. I'm red faced. Nothing makes me more mad than people being taken advantage of, and that is so, 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 so wrong. And if you are a part of that community that thinks that that's okay, that is part of that social like stigma. Shame on you. You're wrong. Um, I, like, <laughs> I, I hope. I hope that one day you'll see the error of your ways. Because one day you could be a dad. You could be a mom and that might be your kid out there getting taken advantage but of. also women are people so that shouldn't happen anyways exactly anyways <laughs> i think and one thing pe- and men are people too that's yeah let matt talk one thing that really um i really liked during our like hall meetings is how ras did point out like you can call us once you get a free gimme like if you're in trouble yeah you can call your ra and i think that's a really really good thing yeah. that mm-hmm. they won't because you shouldn't be scared when you've put even if you put yourself in a certain position, you shouldn't feel like you can reach out and you can't reach out mm-hmm. and say, yeah. I need help. I need out of here. Yeah. So, Alyssa, the next time you get plastered. <laughs> you I can actually say that I've never had alcohol. Oh, Bubba. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> well, I mean, I drink a lot of coffee. Well, and, and hold up. And that's okay. Yeah. No, yeah. no stigma here. You don't need to have alcohol to have fun at a party. Let me just say. Yeah. And if you want to do that, there's nothing wrong with that what a world that we can live in when two people can have two different opposing views and it be okay. Noah is popping off. I know. Right? <laughs> we are passionate. I did not think I was going to get this worked up, but I'm sweating. So. <laughs> Go off. Um, and on that note. <laughs> what, what time do we have? Yep, that's it. Oh. Yep. So on that heavy note, um, any final thoughts about I feel like I've given every last one of my final thoughts. No, Beck. We already know your final thoughts. Alyssa, what are your final thoughts? Final thoughts. Um, you can have a healthy social life on campus. Just be open and um, make sure that, you know, you don't have toxic relationships. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I think we could do another social life one and talk about some of the social events that happen on campus. Yeah, we should probably <laughs> At some point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, KCAB, KCAB, pluck, shameless, like my, I'm putting in a final thought. KCAB events are awesome. Go to them. You literally pay for it. It's part of like yeah. your fees. You should go. That's my final thought. I'll keep it short. Okay. So, oh, I guess I should have a final thought. You don't have to. We can't all be thinking. <laughs> I don't have any thoughts <laughs> in my That's head. That's my favorite person on this earth. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah. Um, we are, who's to say? Um, and another fun animal fact is that possums eat more ticks than mice, chipmunks, and squirrels, and they help prevent the spread of Lyme disease. Oh, you're lovely. Thanks, guys. Have a good day. Talk to you later.